at least in the study of Japan, regarding the study of Japan, uh, the, not only the fertility, uh, the determinants of low fertility, but also uh, balancing work and families, especially uh, as related to uh, uh, low fertility as well as uh, low progression in, in gender inequality in the labor market because the lack of balancing of the work and family because of very inflexible workplaces, long hours of work, and other employment institutions of Japan is hindering women's um, uh, progression in economic activities on my hand at the same time also a cause of uh, leveling fertility, which is the topic of today. And uh, even though I'm, I'm doing a demographic, uh, social demographic research, as Dr. Matura introduced, I, uh, I was a student of James Coleman, like James Coleman, who was, of course, as you know, a founder of rational choice. So I was very much influenced by him, and therefore, other sort of social demographer, I, I, my position is so, sort of similar to labor economists in the sense of emphasizing uh, methodological individualism, which I'm going to talk about. And uh, so today's also talk is uh, fo focusing on uh, micro behavioral uh, analysis of both Korea and Japan with my colleague, uh, former student of mine, uh, Yusik Yam, who is a chair of the sociology department right now in Yonsei University in Korea. And we have been collaborating uh, this uh, topic. And, uh, this. So, if though I, this, the paper I'm going to talk is, is 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 about this one, but I'd like to also introduce in this time a little bit wider range of my work because unfortunately, even though I have, <clears throat> I have been studying this uh, work-life balance issues and low fertility and gender inequality in economic activities for uh, last ten years as a major focus, most of the public <laughs> publication has been done in. Uh, Japanese and Kore Korean, actually. So the, my book on uh, low fertility and work-life balance has been published in both Korean and Japanese, but not English. So unfortunately, so I uh, I don't have much of the uh, wide range of information available in in English. But I'd like to introduce them to some of the major findings as much as possible to have a more compre comprehensive picture of my work. So as I as I mentioned. Uh, we, that uh, Professor Yu Sikyong and I, try to explain social mechanism underlying fertility of childbirth behavior based on incentives and the motivation of individual choices and costs and benefits, including opportunity costs and consequent actions. We also take into account various macro-social constraints on individual choices and opportunities, and that's, of course, as a sociologist, we normally do. And, uh, for comparative research of societies, we consider commonalities before hypothesizing differences to identify social mechanisms that are universal. At least for comparison with Korea and Japan, there's a significant advantage compared to, for example, comparison of Japan with Great Britain, or comparison of Japan with the uh, United States, because there are a lot of uh, uh, uncontrolled variables which are actually common in uh, between Korea and Japan, such as various cultural factors which also influence the behavior. And so the, the comparison between Korea and Japan serves as a sort of a natural uh, control for those uh, unobserved heterogeneity of uh, societies. We also consider differences in the cost and benefit of making a particular choice among societies and their reasons. 
not in terms of difference in value and preferences. That was a typical and cultural explanation that, that we, our opinions lead likely to lead to topological explanation. But in terms of differences in institutional, social, structural constraints and social choices. So um, especially, are we, are we going to focus on uh, differences and commonalities and differences in fertility behavior between Korea and Japan and the micro-behavioral uh, analysis of uh, fertility decision-making and actual uh, fertility rate between the two countries, we consider why, uh, what, what are the major commonalities and uh, what are the, their differences uh, in terms of, because of arising from a social structure or institutional uh, differences in constraints on behavior. So I has mentioned commonality between two countries serve as natural controls for many unobserved factors that affect fertility. And in fact, um, I, I have been previously analyzed the fertility rate of the uh, OECD, among OECD countries. But when you, once you, uh, for using some uh, macro, macro, but dynamic data, and if you introduce uh, uh, country-specific fixed effect, that means which control for unobserved uh, country-specific uh, heterogeneity, the results are quite diff becomes quite different. So there are a lot of unobserved factors which determine the level of uh, fertility rate across countries and among OECD countries. But if you focus on changes, uh, determinants of changes, there are more commonalities. So, but in, in comparing with Japan and Korea, again, uh, those uh, uncontrolled factors, uh, uh, not controlled by fixed effect, because we have just two countries, but at, at least um, uh, it was, um, uh, comparison will serve as a natural controls, because we speculate, at least, uh, a lot of unobserved factors are common. Both countries have very low fertility rate, a commonality, uh, regarding additional commonalities, and below replacement level. The total fertility rate was 1.39, in Japan and 1.23 in Korea in 2010. As you may know, about, about 2.05 is the natural uh, level of replacement level given the current mortality rate of the two countries. So you can easily see that 1.39 and 1.23 is far below the replacement level, which may make, uh, without migration, the population size to be about one forest in 100 years if, uh, without taking account, account of migration, migrations. Of course, that's more severe in Korea. But aging started, I mean, low fertility rate started much earlier in Japan than in Korea. So Japan is a much more aging society, I mean, age, age society. But Korea will uh, catch up easily in uh, 20 years or so. The major merit to our study, the micro-level micro is a micro-level comparative analysis of fertility rate between Japan and Korea which was never done before, in our at least review. There are a lot of comparisons made between the two countries because both and other, some other countries, Singapore, Taiwan, have been experiencing low replacement fertility rate, but they are mostly macro-level comparisons. So we don't, they don't analyze the so-called hazard rate of fertility using micro-individual data. So this is, I believe this is the first time to do that. And that, of course, is necessary to test some of the hypotheses about the choices, uh, the choice of fertility 
decision-making, and um, so we decided to do that. But of course, we have limitations because we couldn't find completely comparable uh, set of data, but we, uh, we, we, we at least uh, relies on the both panel data analysis, which are lovely, but uh, very comparable in uh, key variables of our, our interest. Unlike many Western countries, both countries have a very low rate of extramarital childbirth, and therefore there's a strong association between delay in marriage and decline in birth rate. And uh, the extramarital birth rate of birth in Japan is about 2%. And you can see that in uh, many of the Western societies, it's uh, about between 30 and 40%, actually. So it's very high. And uh, in, among African-Americans in the US, it's about 60%. So, and, uh, but most of the childbirths are made by cohabiting partners who are virtually married. But that's may not apply to uh, African-American, mostly African-Americans in the US. But in Japan and Korea, Korea is even, even lower rate, less than 1% of extramarital birth rate. So, uh, so that's one of the reasons we, we decided to focus on marital childbirths rather than childbirths in general. Because we're focusing on certain balancing work and family, which is typical for married women. Uh, of course, it's, a, it's an issue of both men and women, but we could focus on fertility, we focus on the situation that women are facing in both countries. <laughs> Among industrial countries, both countries have relatively strong persistence of traditional gender roles. So that should have been in a quotation mark because it actually has not been very much tradition because in Japan, actually, um, there has been, unlike the US, for example, which experienced a very strong division of labor where women's labor participation rate was very low, about 20% and so forth. Uh, in a historical time, but Japan has been experiencing relatively large, consistently large women's labor force participation rate of over 40 on average, 40%. Um, of course, it's now, now it's more, but, um, but still we, we call it traditional gender roles because it's, uh, it's based on an um, ideology where women's primary role is um, uh, in the home and therefore they should work, um, they should do the child rearing and they have major responsibility in child rearing and uh, household chores, whereas men, men's, uh, Man, it should be the breadwinner. That that kind of gender role attitude is still persisting very strongly. Of course, there are gender differences in Japan. Women are less favorable to those traditional gender roles. So there, there's a gender gap, and also uh, there's um, historical change toward more egalitarian uh, gender role attitude. But in the last few several years, it's actually the young people are becoming more conservative, and there are surprisingly increasing support of traditional gender roles among young people. And that's something which we worry about, actually, <laughs> because in, in the young people's sort of uh, conservativeness uh, can be found in many other areas, such as uh, voting behavior of you know, politicians and so forth. But anyway, so we focus on those uh, things. And, uh, and also, both countries have a, a strong, is characterized by a difficulty of balancing work and family, especially for married women under relative scarcity of family-friendly firms. Uh, and we, we're going to focus on uh, work-life 
you know, work, uh, lack of workplace inflexibility is very common, and long hours of work are also common for regular workers in both in Japan and Korea. Some differences between Korea and Japan. Fertility decline and delay in marriage time has been much more rapid and recent in Korea than in Japan. And I'm going to show you uh, the actual uh, change uh, in the graph. The rate of expansion of college education is higher in Korea than in Japan, thereby having led to a currently much higher rate of college attendance rate in Korea and Japan. The Korea actually has the world's highest college attendance rate. Right now, 82.3% in Korea. You can see you can easily imagine there, there are problems for over-educated people where the college graduates cannot find jobs which matches their education qualification. That's much more serious in Korea and, than in Japan. But anyway, educational, expected expense of education, higher education is much higher in Korea and than in Japan. Because both, in both countries, even though the public uh, universities exist, many, many more people actually uh, send uh, their children to uh, private uh, higher, higher education institutions where uh, tuitions are higher. Much higher. And uh, the Japan uh, percentage is 52%, about 52%, which is quite, quite close to a U.S. situation. And there are more part-time workers in Japan than in Korea. And the gender difference in the population of part-time workers is greater in Japan than in Korea because married women tend to work with part-time employment more in Japan than in Korea. And uh, the proportion of part-time workers was 10% for men and 30% for women in Japan in 2010, and it was 7% 7 for men and 16% for women in Korea. And you can see that not only uh, on average the part-time proportion of part-time workers is higher in Japan, but also gender gap is also higher, uh, which even though we, I don't make a presentation for this analysis, the about 30%, more than 30%, about one third of the uh, gender wage gap is explained by differences in the proportion of irregular employees between Japan and uh, between men and women in Japan uh, because of this uh, differences in uh, part-time workers are mostly employed as irregular workers with uh, term contract well as regular workers have been, uh, which is called seishine, uh, is uh, mostly employed uh, uh, with indefinite term with higher job security, and that's predominantly men. And, that's, and also the wage premium for duration of work, which still exists in Japan, is very different between regular workers and irregular workers. So the gender wage gap exists in Korea as well, but that is mostly within firm uh, differences, which is also big in Japan, but uh, more so in Korea than in Japan, among regular workers, regular working men and women. But that's not a topic of today. While childcare leave is legally available for parents in both countries, benefits in, ter in terms of legally entitled maximum term and the, ex the extent of income compensation are minimal in Korea. And the uh, Korean situation is basically the same as American uh, Medical and Family Leave Act, which at least guarantees that the, the primary care parents is entitled to take uh, three months of childcare leave, and uh, the employer has to provide uh, such leave, but um, it cannot um, penalize for taking 
jaikali, but without compensations. But in Japan, I'm going to introduce that the, the Japan is that there's a, a legal changes gradually to uh, to provide more and more benefit for childcare leaves, even though there are still big differences. Uh, there is a big difference still between men and women who take a childcare leave, and uh, for about those for those who remain continue to work at the time of childbearing ages, about 70% of women take childcare leave, while only 2% of men take childcare leaves. And that's, of course, is your, the inequality of taking uh, uh, childcare leave is, of course, found in Europe and uh, America, but the gap is much, much bigger in Japan. And, uh, gender gap is much bigger in Japan. So it's also, also reflect uh, Persistent situation to do also. And uh, trending at TFR for uh, uh, total fertility rate. So, as you can see, that here, that, uh, the blue one, well, the top is uh, Thailand, but the second one, light green, is Korea. So, Korea, as well as uh, Thailand, experienced rapid decline. But of course, Korea reached a much lower level. And Japan's actually red red line started. Uh, it actually shows already about two two point zero. It's about replacement level, about even uh, already in 1970, where the Korea's rate was about 4.5. So you can see that the Korea used to have a much much higher fertility rate, but the experience declined much more rapidly. So theoretical force. So rational choice and purpose of action pattern on fertility behavior. So opportunity cost of child rearing and work-life balance and, uh, and their effects on fertility. The general, it's so, and also we, we focus on the quality price effect of children. I should have put quality price and quotation mark because it's Gary Becker's terminology uh, on fertility and application of Gary Becker's theory. Of course, and Gary Becker is one of the Chicago uh, Nobel laureate in economics, and uh, I was, of course, we have an association, so I, I, have, I have a fortune of being associated with this. And so I got some major influence from him. The effect of attitude behavior, consistency of childbirth, and the role of marital satisfaction of fatigue. And that, of course, is more sociological in topic. And, uh, and uh, some remark on work life balance. Work-life conflict is asymmetric. That is, uh, there's um, two different concepts called um, uh, WIF, work interfering with family, and FYW, family interfering work. And they have different causes. And they have a different measurement in uh, survey research, and of course, in the form of questioning whether the family's uh, role is have a conflict with interfering work roles in one hand, and where the work role has intervening, interfering uh, with uh, family roles and so forth. And uh, it is generally known that um, WIF is caused by workplace inflexibility, long hours of work, and a lack of policy support for the paid childcare, even lack of availability of public childcare facilities, etc. And um, even though the mixed, uh, mixed um, uh, evidence is about this. This is a key. is is caused uh, is considered as one of the major causes of uh, leveling fertility, and also uh, the the other one, 
The family interfering work is caused by the lack of spousal support, inequality in the household division of labor, the presence in young age of children, etc. And uh, this may cause gender inequality, promotion, and income status attainment. And the first one is quite quite clearly actually shown that the second one is, is, is still needs to be needs to be um, uh, documented. I mean, in terms of consequence. But these causes, at least, what's causing WIF and uh, FIW, which have been, of course, uh, uh, some uh, preceding works in America done, but I have tested them in uh, in my research and with Japanese data, and they, at least for the causes, are shown to be very common. They're there. The two co causes of two things are very different. One is a family problem, family, situ family situations causes uh, FIW and uh, work, work, work situations, work context influence uh, WI. So a little, a little review about um, work and family policy in Japan. As, as I mentioned, Korea, uh, for the Korean situation, like American situation, there's no uh, income compensation, and of course, entitled uh, duration uh, term of the uh, legally qualified uh, entitled term of uh, <coughs> childcare leave is just three months. In Japan, in 1992, their one-year leave was legally uh, uh, given, and uh, 95. 25 income compensation for childcare leave has been enacted. And, uh, and then 1999, one year and a half leave under the condition not availability of public daycare. So it's, it, you won't have to uh, petition for the extension and uh, this kind of situation. 2001, income compensation rate was raised to 40%. 2007, which was raised to uh, 50%. And also, uh, following a Scandinavian model, uh, because of the persistent strong gender gap in, uh, uh, um, in the proportion of people who take childcare leave, men is taking men's proportion is very low. So in 2009, the government enacted two extra months as a papa quota, um, the family obligation for approving for requests for short-time work, and also um, it, Japan used to have. Um, very scarcity. I mean, scar Japan used to have a scarcity of uh, regular, full-time. I'm sorry, part-time regular workers. Part-time workers almost always meant more than 99 percent of part-time work meant regular work. So that was that means that women were women because of the uh, wish to switch to part-time work or short-time work, which was less than uh, 35 hours a week. For 40 hours a week, then they have to at least uh, uh, choose cha change which they wish to continue to work, and they have to uh, change from regular worker to irregular work, irregular irre employment to irregular employment. Of course, that's deprived them of a promotion opportunity in the future because um, because still Japan has been take uh, many Japanese firms employ regular workers uh, among those who just graduated from. Uh, college or high school. So once people, regardless of gender, leave the regular employment, it's very difficult to return to regular employment. This is a very inflexible society still. Um, and that's, of course, a it's one of the major problems. But anyway, um, and, and community and employee support for children 
for angioprion of um, various kind, which is it's the naming that the gun gave, gave was being enacted, and also new spider chaka allowance was planned, but it was actually abolished short term, lived short term, and then abolished and returned to old one by uh, LDP in recent years. And work life balance uh, charter was uh, enacted. I have I, I, I got some someone involved in that one and. Uh, and uh, some basic facts, and TFR began to increase since 2005, and it was, it was uh, raised, I mean, the bottom was 2005 in 1.26, and now it was, at, at least in 2012, it was 1.41. The Korean level is actually uh, still 1.1 something, so very, very low. So Japan has been somewhat successful, at least recovering fertility rate. And uh, women who leave employment due to child care is still more than 60%. So strong uh, uh, tendency for discontinuation of employment exists for uh, women. And uh, as I mentioned, there's a strong gender gap in the proportion of the um, men and women who take child care. So hypothesis, a general hypothesis is that Women with large opportunity cost of child care, uh, child I'm sorry, because child rearing likely to reduce their lifetime economic activity will have a lower fertility rate. That's a general hypothesis, and I have more specific one which is tested in with the data. When work-life balance can be attained better, women are more likely to retain their jobs and therefore have less opportunity cost of child rearing. So married, when married employment of women will have a higher fertility hazard rate because we f we're going to focus on fertility rate. Uh, at the individual level, which is called a, a hazard rate of fertility. Well, when childcare leaves available rather than unavailable. We'd like to wish to have a more broader uh, measure of uh, uh, workplace flexibility, but uh, this is only one at least time we, uh, we found in the comparable, comparable data. So we focus on the availability of childcare leave. Because of, the, because of the fact that childcare leave was legally become available gradually and wider, wider range of people in Japan, I just focus on the transition period of time, historical time, the transition where some people are not, women didn't have, well, men and women didn't have access to childcare leave, but it was gradually covered. So it actually could, it covered the time that some people were, even regular employed people are not have access to, and then to have most of the, most of the, at least all of the regular workers, as well as some of the part of the irregular workers are entitled. And the effect of, of um, this effect of H1 is higher for women in Japan than the women in Korea because of the higher income compensation for childcare leave. We, um, we consider uh, that um, uh, opportunity cost will be Different, and uh, because of the fact that <coughs> leaving the jobs, of course, uh, because of the because of the benefits available for women in in uh, in, uh, in Japan is greater than uh, in Japan than in Korea. So uh, the the effect of uh, availability of childcare leave is, is seems to uh, is hypothesized to be stronger in Japan and Korea. Married women employed in firms such as large firms whose prospective career and income are greater 
have a lower average fertility rate than women employed in firms at which the prospects are relatively poorer. Of course, that's an opportunity cost arg argument. We, we, used, uh, we uh, used a large um, versus medium and small firms because um, at least uh, tenure-based uh, wage premium as well as job security is higher in those firms than smaller firms, and therefore the continuation uh, uh, discontinuation will have a more cost for those uh, employees who are employed in large firms. firms. The second hypothesis is, uh, uh, is about Gary Becker's. The, the Becker's uh, theory, the child consumption is expressed by uh, the products of the pi n and q. n means the number of, number of children, the q means high qu the quality of children and um, quote, quote, child quality, which is, indicates the amount of time and expenses that the family spend for the increase of his household income. And according to his, his theory, that there's an income effect as well as a sort of quality price effect of the children on uh, fertility rate. And he argues that, well, the income effect does not depend on parity, the number of children, but the price effect is proportionally increases with the number of number of children, because educational costs and house expenses and so forth is really proportional to, 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 uh, to the number of children. He, and also children was considered as sort of asset. And of course, in the economics, the higher the income level or the wealth level, the more consumption of the various assets exist. And therefore, the hypothesis is at least for the first child, the income have, household income have a positive effect on child child uh, fertility, but because the price effect increases, and also he argues that the people who have higher income tend to expect higher education for children, and therefore price is also, uh, price itself for the part child becomes higher for high income people, and therefore that tend to offset the income effect, and therefore higher, at higher parities, uh, children, uh, the fertility rate will be lower for household with higher income than lower income. So that's the sort of interaction between parity and household income was hypothesized. I tested in, in those, uh, those hypotheses previously in, in using US data and also found not only income and parity, but education and parity also having such interaction effect. So Becker's theory was confirmed. But this is applying for uh, Korean and Japan, and we found rather than household income, husband income, seems to have a much more stronger effect on this, showing this interaction, so in the preliminary analysis. So I replaced household income by husband income, regardless of whether the, the spouse, I mean wives, are, are, are employed or not. So this, uh, and also we, t we consider this tendency will be greater for Korea than for Japan because of the former's higher expected cost of education for children. As I mentioned, the higher uh, carriage attendance rate in Korea, at least in, even for the survey of the subjective awareness, there's a the dominant, the much more, much, much more uh, larger proportion of women consider educational expenses to be the major hindrance to uh, fertility uh, uh, intentions. But we are not really considering this intention, but also the actual uh, interaction effect of uh, income and the pipe. And also, as a hypothesis, uh, we can't, we, uh, this is um, my point. There, there, and generally, 
there's, there, of course, there is a possibility of inconsistency of attitude and behavior as indicated by, for example, um, Robert King Martin's uh, uh, notion of um, uh, unprejudiced discriminator and uh, prejudiced non-discriminator, and be because of inconsistency of environmental so social conceptual norms and individual preferences, behavior and attitude could be inconsistent, but we consider that for the behavior, for the for the fertility behavior, the attitude of behavior will be much higher. I mean, because of the uh, availability of birth con effective birth control uh, mechanisms, and uh, and so uh, we we considered we assumed that the fertility desire among women, in particular, will be the major cause of fertility actual fertility rate, and also. Uh, Mital satisfaction uh, will have at least have strong impact indirectly on fertility behavior through uh, its impact on fertility desire. And uh, I also analyze what determined, at least in, in Japan, what determined uh, marital satisfaction using panel data analysis. So using fixed effect models and only takes account change in the family context and other contexts on uh, uh, changing families' uh, marital satisfaction. So data, uh, the panel death survey of consumer life and uh, 1994 to 1999. These are the period where the transition period for expand the child care leaves become available gradually and uh, more to more extensively uh, lead to uh, many more women and men. And um, and Korea, we have. Uh, employed more recent time, which is roughly comparable to, even though the extent of benefits is much, much uh, uh, minor in Korea, uh, we, we pick up a period which is roughly comparable in terms of as a transition period. And uh, that's the data limitations, but uh, some age ranges are, are different. But I think uh, we, we decided to test whether uh, different kind of selection uh, will make a difference. and. And actually, didn't find one difference. We just retained uh, some of different wage range because of uh, retaining a larger number of people. And uh, the method of discrete time hazard rate uh, model the fertility for birth uh, or the first and second and third child. The major control variables: effective parity, parity versus duration dependence, and age at which the risk starts, education, etc. And the paper actually shows uh, a list of controls uh, variables. And just, this is just a descriptive variable, the conditional probability of first mitral childbirth in Korea and Japan. And you can see that uh, duration of the risk um, is the Korea has much higher uh, conditional probability of first mitral childbirth. It is very well known that, um, uh, that there's a pregnancy uh, triggered marriage uh, for the, I'm sorry, yes, the family marriage in Japan uh, for, for, because the couple tend to become, get married formally when women become pregnant, but that tendency also exists, and in Korea that shows uh, this um, first very high rate. And the conditional probability of second child, second marital childbirth indicates that uh, the two above the graph above were for the second birth and the, the, the two lower ones are uh, uh, 
for the Thirty-First. You can see here that Koreans at least have tendency to uh, somewhat delay uh, the, sick, the timing of childbirth, but and also have a lower rate or overall lower rate of third childbirth. And of course, TFR is uh, lower for Korea than in Japan. And it's a for the second birth, it is a delaying issue for the third childbirth. It's the rate itself is much uh, lower. Sorry, how is duration measured? Oh, the duration is uh, in the third. It, the duration of the second childbirth starts from the birth of the first child, and the duration of the duration of the risk of the third child starts from the birth of the second child. And for the first childbirth, it is vital childbirth, so it starts from the time of the marriage. And uh, so we tested, well, there, there are a lot of control variables uh, given, uh, and uh, also I have sent a, a full paper uh, to this institute. So if you're interested in, I didn't bring a copy of all the control variables, but control for, this is just for the major key, for key variables. You can see that uh, child care leave have a positive impact on fertility rate in both Korea and Japan, but the, the, the difference between the two becomes also statistically significant, in the, assuming, of course, they are independent data. And uh, so Japan has a higher impact of child care, availability of child care, on fertility, and uh, that's something we suppose because of the of the the, the benefits available for childcare leave is much more extensive uh, in Japan, and uh, reducing work life or the lack of balancing work and family to a greater extent than uh, in the Korean situations. And uh, the other things is that farm size as the measure of uh, opportunity cost have a negative effect, but somehow we, we found a different, we tested, of course, all the common threshold. This is just a result to show the final result, but threshold become different in Korea and Japan. In Japan, actually, that applies to uh, uh, southern or more employee, uh, the women employed in, uh, with thousand or more employees have a lower fertility rate at the 5% level, but there's a very strong tendency for a medium, uh, women employed in medium or larger firms, 100 or more employees, to have a lower heart a much stronger tendency. And uh, I, we couldn't really identify what's the cause of sort of different threshold and what is, why this is stronger for Korea and Japan for this particular finding. But anyway, the hypothesis generally supported. And also we, we have, uh, we tested whether the, the sort of miss of uh, incompatibility of uh, women's labor force participation with uh, having a child so that becoming full-time uh, a bit full-time housewives have a higher fatigue rate or not and it, it's, it's hold when when for when Childcare leave is not available, but you can see that if the childcare leave is available, then uh, no no differences in Korea between uh, uh, those who are employed and the full-time housewives. And actually, uh, uh, fatigue rate is higher for women with for employed rather than housewives. And you can see for if, if is that 
is not available, then at least for large firms, both countries showed that uh, employed women have lower fertility rate. So it is contingent upon at least some uh, work-life flexibility, well, at least uh, whether balancing work and family is, uh, is, uh, is possible because of child care leave in part. And it's not generally true that employed, uh, there's still selection biases that women wish, who wish to have a child may leave the, leave the farm and become full-time wife, but, but that selection is against our hypothesis. Even, even selection bias exists, and then we, we're findings that uh, the, the employed women are not likely to, uh, I mean, less likely to have a child is actually uh, contradict the finding, our findings more. Even, especially for child care leaves as well. And uh, for hypothesis four and five, for both in Korean and Japanese data, that's about Gary Becker theory. Um, there's an interesting effect of parity and household income is significant at 5% level. And for both countries' data, the, the effect of husband income on low household odds of fertility is positive, and parity is zero, and is not significant when parity is one or two. So we really didn't find uh, change from positive to negative. But interaction effect itself is significant. It's positive to non-significance. And uh, the magnitude of the interaction effect measured by the coefficient by, by, divided by standard error is more than twice as much greater for Korea than for, for Japan. And of course, uh, the original coefficient itself is higher. So uh, the Gary Becker's uh, Hypothesis of theories, uh, the hypothesis derived from Gary Becker theory that price effect becomes more influential uh, for higher parity childbirths is, is strongly hold, more strongly hold in Korea than in Japan. That's is we hypothesize because education expenses is a major cost of so-called price of the uh, fertility according here the child. So Becker's theory is largely consistent. With results, though no difference exists in the income effect between parities to one and two. That's something we didn't expect, but it's um, um, both is true. And well, uh, the implication is that the government policy to redu reduce the price of the child quality, reducing education and child rearing expenses, will be more effective in raising fertility than raising income of people in, in reproductive ages. So. Um, the key issue, the implication is the sort of price effect, and that's more so for uh, Korea than in Japan. And uh, so while the child allowance is given for a child also reduce the quality expense of children, it will increase incentive for having another child more, uh, more so couples whose intent to spend less expense for children than other couples because of the reduction by the child allowance. And um, that's a sort of, sort of differential impact, and that's, uh, it's not really desirable because uh, we expect children to, uh, as I thought, parents to be a major investor for children uh, to have a high, uh, to, for the children to be grown, uh, to grow up with good education and good health. In contrast, government financial aid programs for college education will increase incentive for having another child more for couples who intend to spend more on children's college education because this is relying on the assumption of that the higher income people will have uh, expect higher education and that's uh, okay so the last topic is uh, uh, behavior actually consist consistency 
And survival property, you're not bearing a child in Japan, actually. Uh, it, and uh, the top is it's a survival curve. So everybody uh, survived means that did not have a child initially. But uh, after um, five years, uh, excluding people who were known to be already pregnant, uh, was what, what's going to be the result for uh, uh, realization of the of the actual fertility childbirth. And if one strongly desire another child, after five years, about 70% of women have actually had a child in Japan. When the, the women did not, desire, did not desire another child, uh, then after five years, only less than 10% of women have a child. So the, the one, those who says it depends on conditions in the middle. So it's clearly a uh, student and um, uh, behavior is consistent. And we, we this is a comparison of, of the uh, variable. Unfortunately, so there's a slight difference between Korean variables and uh, uh, Japanese variable because in Japan, it's a birth desire, whether we wish to have a, uh, another child, and uh, also trichotomous. It's, Yes depends on no, and in Korea it's yes or no answer, and it's a, it's, it's phrased as whether you whether a subject wish plan to have another child rather than desire to have another child. But both have very very strong effect, and it's interestingly we hypothesized it is it's actually marital satisfaction marital satisfaction will have influence on the birth desire, but only indirectly, and uh, the model for includes marital satisfaction. And uh, when we control the birth desire, the, the effect of mitral satisfaction is present, both in Korea and Japan, but the effect becomes non-significant when we control for birth desire. So again, for mitral satisfaction, I have a different, well, actually the same data set, but a different analysis using panel data of, um, uh, of, of the, the same panel data sets and uh, focusing on uh, uh, determinants of uh, Mitral satisfaction and using fixed effect model to control for individual heterogeneity in the level of the satisfaction by focusing on what changes in the independent variable causes changes. So these are sort of in the greater to the all significant effect, the greater uh, from the greatest to the lowest in, in terms of a, uh, standardized uh, size of a standardized uh, regression coefficient. The number of family and individual activities that husband and wife share is the strongest. Marital duration, which is negative, is, um, uh, is the second strongest. It's interestingly, if you don't use a fixed effect model, I mean, if, if you don't control unobserved heterogeneity of the people, then you will find U-shape. After 25 years or so forth, people tend, the people who will be find more satisfaction with a, with a spouse, but this is, selection bias because the least satisfied people get divorced and uh, the fixed effect eliminates those selection biases and unfortunately it's a monotonic decline even though the rate is faster initially but in a gradually slow but it's a monotonic decline the second largest the birth of the first child it's interesting that the birth of the first only the birth of the first child just the subjects are all women i'm sorry and uh, and for men, I, there's no comparable data, but others 
shows that actually the, uh, the determinants is much more ambiguous for uh, men's uh, data. But this is women. And mantle, uh, the second surcharge doesn't really have any impact but versus the first child. There's also interaction effect between employed women and full-time housewives and the impact, negative impact is stronger for full-time housewives, not employed women. And apparently the, the stress of a first child rearing uh, for unexperienced mothers where husbands do not help at all because they're working overtime um, every day will be very, very stressful uh, for housewives who do not have communication with other people, of uh, working mothers and so forth. And what, of course, uh, working mothers have some better coping strategy. Hours of conversation, and hours that husband and wife spend together on weekends and so forth. And I, that those highlighted is actually the, the time budget, given from the time budget data, where with the survey is correct, and also with whom they spend the time and so forth. So actually, the, the activities and hours and type of things, such as conversation and, and others, the couples spend together will have a major impact on raising uh, marital satisfaction. Even more than husband unemployment. And, and also income and wealth effect, but very small, eight or nine. So implications. Birth intention design has a very strong predictability of marital childbirth. Marital satisfaction influences the fatigue rate, but only indirectly through birth intention design. Analysis of the determinants of birth intention design is very important for deriving effective policies to mitigate fatigue decline, which uh, I at least for my study shows that it is not only workplace uh, conditions, but also the family situations matter. But at the same time, it is partly caused by work-related work situations because in Japan, for example, for husband of working uh, you know, uh, child-rearing ages, uh, typically return home um, 10, 10 p.m. or later, about 40% of the men. And that's and even 25% after 11 o'clock. That's, and of course, if you compare with European situation, men, well, American, American men too, I mean, they, they, it's, it's interesting, even, even, even um, most, you know, the, demand, the people who have most demanding jobs, such as being a cop, um, police, policemen, tend to actually have much shorter hours of work in the child-rearing ages in America. So the overtime working for policemen are mostly young people and who are married or old people who are out of the child-rearing ages. But in Japan, it's always the men of the reproductive you know, time who works most long hours. That's terrible, but anyway, that's, that's also influencing. But at the same time, uh, the study shows that Reducing, temp reducing work hours temporality doesn't help husband participation in the household chore and uh, child rearing. And it has to be regular. So um, any temporary uh, short cutting of the work hours, they don't, have, they don't have really help. In, in Japan study, not by study, uh, but other study. 
Okay, so implication for comparison. Determinants of fertility rates are very similar between Korea and Japan, apparently because of similarity underlying social and behavioral mechanisms. The availability, availability of childcare leave increases the rate of marital fertility more strongly in Japan than in Korea. Uh, this finding may be the result of the fact that legally entitled term of childcare is much longer in Japan than in Korea. This nonetheless indicates that childcare leave policies in Japan were more successful than the Korean counterparts in raising fertility. And that's also a historical trend. It's, it's, even though that's not a major recovery, it's still, um, the, uh, but it's actually a code with certain time lag because the policies for raise, uh, extending uh, compensation does not have immediate, in, did not have immediate impact. But people's consciousness changes gradually and therefore um, it's interesting that uh, more recent survey indicates that whether people wish to have balancing work and family, uh, focusing on that with young people, 20, 30, or 40, and so forth, or consider the occupation career as more important than family life, and those who consider who consider um, family and uh, family to be more important. It used to be men's wish to have more career to be more important, but younger generation of people the majority becomes sort of work-life balance uh, uh, is more important than the pursuit, pursuit of the occupational career. That's a sort of change in um, you know, young people's, you know, and, more, and many more people wish to, many more men wish to participate in child rearing. But actual rate of participation is much lower than their desire. So there's much stronger desire, this, this discrepancy in attitude and behavior in this sense for men's, uh, men's uh, uh, participation in child rearing in Japan. Apparently, this employer has a different kind of set of, sets different kind of norms to enable such desire. So Gary Becker's theory about a quality price of children is supported more strongly in Korea than in Japan. Policy to reduce the cost of attaining high quality children, especially expensive higher education seems to be the effective effective in raising fertility, and more strongly so in Korea than in Japan. That's all. Thank you very much.